Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, Larissa here, Salon Owners Collective. I want to talk about team members who leave you. Not just leave, but go and work at a salon down the road. Like, honestly, how dare they? How dare they have a life of their own and make their own choices? How dare they reject you, your salon, and what you do and what you stand for? It's your life's work. What do you mean they don't want to be part of it anymore? I think we're so invested in our own business, we forget that other people may not. Should we expect our team to be invested as us, be as invested as us? I think we should hope and dream that this is the case, but I don't think we can expect 100% of our team can be as invested as us all of the time. Like, really, that's just not how it's going to be. I think we will be the last man standing, not literally the last lonely man standing inside their business, working in it on their own, Uh, but we will be the one who stays the longest, right? Our team will leave us. Although I did have one lovely woman who stayed in my salon longer than me, 18 years. She worked for me, with me, alongside of me, and she stayed for two or three years after I sold my salon. Two or three years, that being my 20 years, plus about another year that she put in, She worked at that business longer than I did, but that's usually the exception to the rule. When a team member leaves, we can easily fear that they're going to take all of the clients with them, that the clients won't stay with the brand and will be left with no clients. We fear that the team will leave at short notice, or sometimes, of course, we feel compelled to let them go ourselves, again, at short notice. We fear that by the time they hand in their notice that they've already contacted all of their clients, the damage is done. This is a huge stress and drain on the business, uh, on the clients, on the team, and really on you. And we worry about all the hours that we've put into them. Uh, and if we got a good return on our time investing in that particular team member, and we worry way too much that we'll lose financially. Really, we just want a good long-term team member who will stay and stick with us, who are loyal, treat us with respect and gratitude for what we put in. And we want respect, love and gratitude while they're with us. But we also really just wish that people would behave the same way when they left. Although, of course, we hope that they don't leave. (laughs) We hope that they don't take the clients with us and that they simply walk away and let us get on with business. We believe that the clients belong first and foremost to the salon as a paying customer, not to the paid employee that the clients are your responsibility first, which I totally agree with. But let's be honest, no one actually owns the client. The client makes up their own mind. There's just, I think that's just a fact. 
we need to recapture what we can as the employee steals our clients, uh, despite the client choosing in the end. We want to be able to recapture as much as we possibly can, recoup. But we can't throw down our hands in frustration and let the cards fall as they may. I think we must stand up and take action. Get what's ours, make ends meet, grow our business, get on with our life. There are three things that I think we need to do and to have into place to be able to be ready to take swift action and make the best of an otherwise really tricky situation. Uh, we want to be able to get the results, but not at the cost of your reputation, your sanity, or your security in business. So let's talk. There are three things that you need to think about as an employee hands in her notice to work in the salon down the road and around the corner. So number one, let's talk about clients. Let's talk about managing the client when your employee leaves. Well, I think first of all, we need to act immediately. And I mean the minute the employee walks out the door that you're already taking action. Yes, premeditated action. Have a system in place that you can pull out of the drawer and put into place. Don't be surprised when somebody leaves, be prepared. These are the steps we're going to talk about now. Do this now, be prepared in advance. Don't be surprised when it's happened. It will happen to you, so get ready. Let's talk about invitations. I think when a stylist or therapist leaves your business, especially if they've been a big part of the business, it can be a little bit like a divorce. And your friends can, a messy divorce, your friends are kind of forced to have to decide which side they're going to be, they're going to take. And I think don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that breaks up with someone and forces the clients to choose sides. Uh, be natural, be friends, even if they choose, choose to side with the other partner, even if they choose to side with the stylist, let's be, let's be friends. Now I think you as the business owner, for the business that they have been doing with business with all of this time, you need to say something. Contact them and address the elephant in the room. If you say nothing, the problem with silence and space is that will, people will fill it with their own version of the story. Absent, absence of communication from you will be filled with their own junk, their, the wrong story, or they will listen to her side of the story and you won't get your side in but be gracious let them know uh, your good goodwill your best wishes when a client walks out the door i.e leaves your business uh, whether or not she had a pre-booked appointment inside of your business it's a little bit like leaving your house they came and they had a cup of tea afternoon tea in, in your house in your home and we when she walks out the door how does she feel when she says, oh, it's been, when you say to her, oh, it's been so lovely to have you over for a cup of tea. Come back, come back again and have tea again. How does she feel? She feels warm and loved and invited and uh, thankful. Invite them back, leave the door open to come back and have more tea. Some will come back in due course. So when your employee leaves and you know she already uh, has booked has an appointment booked at the other salon, uh, but she has been booked into your calendar and you do nothing, how does the client feel? She's been your client for years and she hears nothing from you. So I say, get active, 
contact her, even if you know that she's moved on. Thank her for being a client all of these past years. Send her off with grace and love. Acknowledge the team member to the client and how thankful that you are to have stylist, therapist name, Jane, in your business all of these years and that you wish her so well with her new adventure, even if you don't. Uh, look like you want to look like the good guy. You want to leave your client with grace, uh, your ex-client with grace, gratitude, because if you leave the door open, sometimes they come back. Keep in contact with her. I actually found over time that about a third of the clients that left to follow another stylist actually came back and funnily enough within three months they either didn't like the location it didn't work for them anymore they didn't like the new environment it wasn't their vibe uh, maybe the stylist or therapist the way that they behaved now in the new salon the way that they serve clients was just not them so welcome them back leave your arms wide open leave the door open for them to come back and enjoy more tea at your house if you know what I mean so grace and gratitude is everything even when you feel like you're losing everything all right let's talk about your team let's talk about your team that are left because your team are watching you how you deal with this so I say you've got to face the elephant in the room face it head on the conversation of what happened what went down why she left where she's going is going to happen it's already happening and unless you start the conversation, create the conversation, the conversation is going to happen behind your back. They will talk about it amongst each other, or they will talk with her, the departed. And I say, get ahead of it, get in front of it. You might as well control it and be on it because it's going to happen. Don't bury your head in the sand and hope that it goes away. Talk openly, how it affects you, how it affects them, how it affects the clients, how it affects the business, what has happened. Don't make it about you. You're not a victim. Don't dwell on it, but just be honest. This is the long-term effect that happens when she chose to leave this way, when she chose to go so close behind, when she contacted her clients, whatever happened. And then it's time to regroup. Reconnect with why you are here why are you in business what is the purpose what is the vision for the business what are the opportunities left for them as a result of her leaving there are always opportunities for those that remain because as we know clients are going to come back over the next three months those clients now belong to your existing team to the team that are left behind uh, make sure that they know that, that they see that, that they see the opportunity, because that means now, instead of commiserating and celebrating how well she has done by leaving you, now that she, now they see that, that she has taken something away from them. Have fun with your team, do some team bonding, do something that brings everybody closer together, but do it quickly and swiftly and promptly and start with facing the elephant in the room on that conversation. Keep them focused on the future and what's in it for them. All right, we've talked about managing clients. We've talked about managing your team. Let's talk about managing ourselves. This is the tricky one. I think the word that I hear most often when team members leave is the word disappointment. 
Do you know, we're disappointed in that person for leaving us. I think the disappointment uh, is rooted in maybe um, the letting go or the realization or even the rejection that what you are doing is no longer for them. It's a rejection piece, right? And so I think we can easily feel disappointed because we put a lot of effort into being a business owner. And when someone rejects us and says, well, I don't like the way that you're doing, I'm going to leave, we can be super disappointed with that. But I think it's time to deal with the disappointment. It's okay to be disappointed, but not to become a victim to that. Celebrate, celebrate the, the good that you did have with that person while you had them. Everybody comes into your life for a stage and a phase. Enjoy the stage and the phase that you've had them and let them grow and go and celebrate the good things that you had, the good time that you had. Thank them for the time that you had together. And give yourself some grace and time to get over the rejection and the disappointment. And I think part of that is coming to the realization that we shouldn't be so surprised when people leave us. We need to be prepared for it. This is part of being a business. It's just like we expect the client to walk through the door. We expect that at some point a team member is going to leave us at some point. And I think as a, as a role, as our role as a CEO, we need to leave space in our lives for this kind of thing to happen. It's okay to pause all the other things that we've got going on and the 16 balls that we're already just juggling and just pop those down for a moment and deal with dealing with the departure of a team member. This, this is the role of the CEO to manage team turnover. Be prepared in advance with a process, step-by-step step of how you contact the clients, how often, when you do it, what are you going to say? How are you going to say it? What do you say to your team? What's the session that you have uh, after somebody leaves? What does that regrouping session look like? What is the conversation that we're going to have? Work out what those things are. Write them down, make them a system so every time that it happens, you're not surprised. You can pull it out of the drawer and say, right, I know exactly what to do step by step. Like really, we just need to get over it. Um, think about it this way. When an assistant or a team member leaves Gucci or the Prada brand, do you think the CEO of that business gets upset? No. His brand is bigger than any one person. My question to you is, is yours? Is your brand big enough and standalone enough that it is bigger than one person affecting and making all the cards fall down? So in summary, be prepared in advance. Create a system in the drawer and put it away in the drawer and ready. I was going to say, wait for it. Don't wait for people to leave, but be ready for people to leave. And when people leave that you have a system to follow, you can remove the emotion and follow the step-by-step. -step. Don't take it personally because ultimately it's actually not about you. So if you want help building a robust team so that uh, team members leave you for having their own life reasons rather than actually, I'm rejecting you, I hate you, I'm going to work down the road. <laughs> we want people leaving because they're traveling or have they're having babies or uh, for other reasonable things, not uh, leaving down the salon, leaving for the salon down the road. So that you're ready with a system that you can pull out of the drawer so it becomes a breeze. 
more breezy than it might feel right now in any case. So if that's the case, reach out. This is exactly how I help salon owners grow their business, step by step. I help salons master the salon mastery and step into their role as the salon CEO. So thanks for joining me. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. I will hang out with you again, same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week. for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.